Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. I'm Sarah, and I'm a certified sexologist and coach, and I help people like you overcome shame, explore your sexuality, and communicate more meaningfully about sex. Now, if you love this podcast and you've been listening for a while, I know you're really going to love this audio guide that I created called How to Get Better in Bed. It's on my website, sarahsense.com, and it has my three top strategies for becoming a more confident lover. All you have to do is sign up for my email community on my website, and you'll get that guide as well as other tips, stories, and insights from me straight to your inbox. A lot of you also ask me how you can support the podcast, and I'm really proud to let you know that Better in Bed is now on Patreon, so you can check me out there. Or we also partner with great brands that I absolutely love. So stay tuned as I tell you a little bit more about our sponsors today that made this episode possible. Oh My Bod has been in the sex tech industry for over 15 years with award-winning luxury pleasure products and innovative sex tech. I was blown away by the uniqueness of their vibrators that buzz to the beat of music you were listening to. For a music and masturbation lover like me, it was a magical combination. Female-owned and operated, Oh My Bod has been working towards shifting mainstream attitudes towards self-pleasure. Over the years, they've been an advocate to break the stigma that comes with pleasure products. For many, vibrators and other intimate pleasure products hold the key to improve sexual health, well-being, and confidence. That's why Oh My Bod believes in thinking big, taking chances, and focusing on innovation that delivers these life-enhancing benefits to people of all genders, bodies, ages, and abilities. In short, Oh My Bod believes in pleasure for all. As we celebrate the new year, check Oh My Bod out at Love Life Toys and take 15% off with code BETTERINBED during the entire month of January. Hey, if you're thinking of doing something extra special for your sex and love life, Valentine's Day is coming up. You know, generally, I don't love Valentine's season because it usually comes with jacked up prices and lots of pressure to go out and show your love in some extravagant way. And if you ask me, my perfect Valentine's Day is spent cozying up in bed with all of my favorite playthings, which is why I wanted to tell you about this exclusive offer at leading adult retailer adamandeve.com. By using code BETTERINBED on almost any item there, you'll get it at 50% off. That's not all. You'll also get a free Valentine's Lover's Kit that includes a few extra goodies and six free movies for your viewing pleasure. Oh, and I shouldn't forget to mention free shipping within the United States too. So use code BETTERINBED at adamandeve.com to spice up your upcoming Valentine's Day and make great sex something to be celebrated every day.
Today we're talking about yonis and yoni massage. So I put up on Instagram a poll a little while ago on my account, Hello Sarah Sense, to see what you folks thought about yoni massage. And interestingly enough, there was not much awareness around this practice. So about 60% of you following me didn't know what a yoni massage was. About 75% had given someone a yoni massage before. And almost all of you, so 100%, hadn't received one personally. And I did go and check who was answering the polls. So it was actually a good and roughly even mix of genders. So this means I'm really glad that we are going to be covering this topic today. Hopefully it will be insightful and enlightening for many of you. And it will inspire you to incorporate this sensual practice into your lives. So yoni massage is something that I've personally received twice, once in Hong Kong and once in New York, which we can talk about more later. And in my training as a sex coach, I've also learned more about the principles behind it. So essentially, yoni massage, for the people who don't know, is a form of sensual massage that is done on someone with a yoni or a woman in many cases. So this practice originates from Tantra and it can be done alone or with a partner. And it isn't really about sex or foreplay. It's about discovering one's body in a slow, mindful and methodical way that can be pleasurable, but can also be very healing and spiritual. So curious to know more? Me too. So we're going to say hi to who I have in the studio today, and then we're going to dive in. So Viv Khan is a mindful intimacy coach who helps busy individuals transform their intimate relationships by connecting the mind, body, breath, and yoni and lingam. She is a trained practitioner of yoni and lingam massage and offers mindful intimacy coaching for women, men, and couples. Personally, I've been actually wanting to invite Viv on the show since I saw her TEDx talk in Hong Kong. And we've actually done a few brand collaborations together as well. And as a sex coach, I personally work with clients in a talk-only context. And everyone's always fully clothed in my sessions. But I have a great deal of respect for people who work in the field of bodywork because aside from being pleasurable and stimulating, yoni massage can be a really powerful form of bodywork. So I'm very glad to have Viv here to tell us more about it. So welcome to Better in Bed, Viv. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you here. Yeah. I also have one of my sex positive friends on the podcast. Will, he's been on a few other episodes previously, and I invited him on today because he says he's received a lingam massage previously. Well, I, I think I have. <laughs> so to be determined. We're going to find out today. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> and actually, he's just very curious to learn more about yoni massage. So say a quick hi. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Sarah. It's a pleasure, as always. And let's get started with your education, Will. 
Do I get a certificate? Mm, yeah, we'll see how you do. Okay, okay. <laughs> you have cool. to you have to pass the exam okay. first. I'm taking notes. Okay, good, good. So Viv, back to you. Super excited to have you here. Could you tell us more about your personal journey and how you got to where you are as a mindful intimacy coach? Yeah, thank you. My journey started when I started coaching corporates about mindfulness at the workplace. And everyone, especially in Hong Kong and big cities, are very into productivity and efficiency and being mindful at work and effective collaboration. But no one really talks about the stress that happens at home and how the stress at home can also come into work. So no one talks about mindfulness in the bedroom, but everyone talks about mindfulness in the workplace. So I started to bridge that gap and I started to talk more about mindful intimacy, especially after I went to Thailand with a previous partner and I signed up for a yoni and lingam massage training with a tantra coach on this little island. And after that experience, it just completely blew my mind. And I started talking about it to all my girlfriends, about what I learned. And everyone was like, what? What's a yoni? What's a yoni? What's a yoni massage? Exactly like the people who are answering your polls on Instagram. And when I learned about it, it seems so basic that we should know what it is. And how I've been viewing and society has been viewing sex and intimacy in a whole different perspective that is so skewed towards the masculine preference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we look at sex as penis and vagina sex. Mm -hmm. And we look at sex as the end goal to orgasm. But when we look at yoni and lingam, and I should explain, yoni actually means the divine symbol of female sexual pleasure and power. Mm -hmm. When we talk about yoni, a lot of people might refer to, oh, so the vagina, but the vagina is only the internal canal. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the good stuff happens on the outside, which is the vulva. So even just addressing the parts of our genitals in a correct way by saying yoni, because it's encompassing everything, including the womb, is really honoring our feminine essence. And it's the same with lingam and lingam massage. Right. So I have a question. So would yoni be the same as vulva? Would it be synonymous with that? Or would it be more than that? Vulva is only the external yep, part. That's what I thought. So it's only, vulva would be only a small part of the yoni. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the clarification. You're welcome. You're on your way to being certified. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one point. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So when you say yoni is a larger concept, it involves the external part of the female organs, the internal part, using all the way up to the womb. Mm -hmm. Is there any other dimensions as well? Mm -hmm. It's really the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. It's an essence. It's the origin, the source of where life actually happens. And it's Sanskrit. There's no English word that actually describes the female genitals and our energetic essence in this empowering way. I see. Okay, so there's an energetic component to it that it's not just genitals. 
Which I think is really interesting because often we also think of sex just in the terminology of genitals, right? As you were saying, penis meets vagina equals sex. And as human beings, we're so much more than just genitals. We're energy beings, right? We're about connection. We have souls. We have spirits. And sometimes to almost like talk about sex in just sort of penis and vagina terms is a little bit reductive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe what you were saying that the whole training around yoni helped to change some of that perspective for you. Yeah, absolutely. And during that training, I felt things that I've never felt before. Mm -hmm. And that was just the tip of the iceberg. Like what, actually? Could you tell us more? It was more the fact that I was aware of my body and what it was capable of and what it was capable of feeling. And learning the seven plus different types of orgasms, female orgasms that I can have. Mm -hmm. And my mind was absolutely blown. And not having to go and touch myself or having a partner touch me in a way that I was used to seeing in pornography. Mm -hmm. It was very different. Mm -hmm. And it really helped me understand that when we slow down and when we're actually mindful and present, we can feel all the sensations that we need to be orgasmic and not just getting to the orgasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. So how does this connect with mindfulness in work? Because mm. that's what you said originally drew you to this training. How do you connect this kind of practice of yoni massage and being mindful with your pleasure in the bedroom to how you're performing at work. I guess maybe some people wouldn't really make that connection intuitively. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are not having good sex. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about frequency. You might be having sex, but Mm -hmm. quality Mm -hmm. sex and satisfying sex and sex where you can feel orgasmic. And a lot of relationships are sexless relationships or sexless marriages. And that stress and that lack of aliveness, which really is deadness in the intimate relationship, carries into the workplace. And the stress in the workplace obviously carries at home as well. But also learning to slow down and be in the flow. Because when you're at work, you're very destination oriented. You're masculine oriented, strategy, analytical. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have your thinking brain on. Mm. It's more the doing energy. Doing energy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Instead of the being energy. And it's always a balance, right? I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but because most of the time during the day, we are spent working and we're spent doing and what is the six-month strategy? What is the destination? What is the end goal? What are the numbers at the end of the day? Balancing that with the feminine energy, the slowing down and actually just being mindful of what's happening in your body and around you and learning to breathe, like learning to really just breathe so that your nervous system is calmed down. Because now there's more anxious people and depressed people in the world than ever before. So yeah, so that we were actually talking about yesterday, anxiety. And then, you know, what are the best ways to deal with that? That yeah. might be another podcast. But, oh, yeah. yeah. But it does come back to mindfulness. And personally, it's about more meditation, trying to be present, not trying to think of the past or in the future and just trying to be in that moment. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, but mm-hmm. it just takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A yoni massage can be a meditative practice, mm-hmm. can be your meditation. 
Mm-hmm. And just so we're... <laughs> can I have one? You can, when you give I don't one. Have, okay, okay, okay. When you give one, you have to be very present as well. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I need to know how to do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into well, that we'll, later. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yes. <laughs> Come on, guys. Destination. <laughs> yeah, Just get to it. <laughs> this is journey oriented. <laughs> okay. Well, first, let's talk about the benefits of yoni massage. So, what are the benefits for the receiver? And then, what are the benefits for the giver? Mm. I can't even put the benefits in a nutshell. Mm hmm. And really, a yoni massage is the last thing that actually happens at a yoni massage is you get to the yoni. That's the very last thing. You go all around the body first, and then eventually you'll get to the yoni. So what this does is it helps you be present in the body. It helps you understand what feels good to you as a receiver, because there's always this pressure as women to receive penetration, especially when we're not ready. So I like to see yoni massage as not essentially just the warm-up, but the exploration and the discovery phase. Okay. And for the receiver to really slow down in a mindful and methodical way, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. to understand what feels good for us. Okay, so you're saying the benefits of yoni massage for the receiver is self-exploration, understanding your body, being in your pleasure, Mm -hmm. anything else? I don't have words to Mm -hmm. really describe what else you can experience Mm -hmm. that's beneficial. Also, it's therapeutic. It can be therapeutic. Mm -hmm. There's a huge release that usually happens for my clients. So I'd say probably 90% of my clients tear up or cry Mm -hmm. during a yoni massage, especially when we get to around the cervix. Oh, there is a lot of emotions and stuck energy and trauma that's stored in the pelvis and around the cervix. Mm -hmm. And it brings up a lot of memories for them that, Mm. for example, we didn't treat our bodies with respect before, Mm -hmm. before we even knew what actually felt good for us because we were just rushing to the end goal. Yeah, that's so common for women. I feel like almost every woman, me included, has had that experience Mm -hmm. where we just We think this is sex. Well, penetrative sex is sex. So, okay, I'm going to just surrender and just let the penetration happen before we actually even want to. Or there's also this external validation that we opt for where we're like, okay, I guess after a date, we're making out, we're Mm. cuddling. And I guess, yeah, it will end in sex. Yeah. Without actually knowing our bodies and knowing, hey, what actually feels pleasurable and good for me? And this is really where yoni massage can help us discover that mm. and also really help us set boundaries of how to say no, how to set boundaries, how to say no, how to communicate. In my sessions, I actually get people to communicate. What is it that you want your partner to do more of? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So do you have couple sessions? Or is it just one-on-one? So mainly couples see me, but I also do one-on-one as well. Yeah. Okay. How does a couples session differ from like a one-on-one? So one-on-one, you're actually giving the massage Mm -hmm. I'm taking. And then couple session, you're teaching the techniques to the couple? 
Right. So let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before the actual f- <laughs> Will, Will's like, what's going? What's happening? Always <laughs> jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll rewind a little bit. Well, well, maybe it's good to like just tell us what happens in a yoni yes. massage. What happens? What happens in my sessions with okay. my clients okay. is I always get them to talk first, even mm. if it's just a little bit. So they get to choose if they mm. want to do the whole package where they talk first and do the massage later. Or you can just do the massage. Mm. And I find that the biggest difference is when couples actually talk first and then do the massage, their reaction and their experience, they get so much more out of it than just going straight to the massage. Mm. And so whether it's couples or with solo women or for laying a massage solo men, I talk to them first. Okay. And I get them to actually talk about what they like, what turns them on how they turn themselves on, mm-hmm. what turns them off, and how they turn themselves off. And also questions like, how can I be more patient with you during sex? Mm-hmm. How would you like to receive feedback mm-hmm. about our intimacy? Those are example questions. And then they get more comfortable. Mm. And then when they feel more comfortable, they feel safe, they feel seen, and they feel heard. And then that's when I guide them to, we'll start by laying down. I'll give a massage or if it's with the partner, both of us giving a forehand massage, like a sports massage. We'll start Mm -hmm. massaging the back. It's a lot of tension. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of stress. So stress inhibits us from turning ourselves on. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a high libido if we're always stressed and thinking about other things. So I'm constantly distracted. So essentially, we're going slow and we're trying to release tension in the body so that we get your yoni or your lingam ready. So we take the time and it's three to four hours for the massage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't, this I wasn't a- expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's not all the massage because you're saying there's talking. Yeah, the talking is like half and- an hour to an hour. Let's see. Okay, so that's a third of it. Three-hour massage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you like the sound of that. (laughs) Well, personally, I think me and massage, I get bored sometimes. Mm -hmm. And my mind just Mm -hmm. starts racing and thinking about, what do I have to do at work the next day? Mm -hmm. What did I not do? Oh, my God, I have to talk Mm -hmm. to this person. And going into many different scenarios of what may or may be said, just having fights in my own head. Mm -hmm. So trying to shut that down has Mm -hmm. always been very tough. Right. So in my sessions, I guide you and I remind you to let's come back to the breath because I can actually tell by your body if you're relaxed or if you're thinking. I can tell by your jaw and your mouth and your shoulders and your hips and everything. So I always remind you, if your mind is wandering off, let's come back to the breath. Let's come back to the sensations of the body. Mm -hmm. And it's a training, right? It's a practice. Mm -hmm. So that's also why it's three hours because it just takes time for you to get into the body a bit, especially for women, it takes a little bit longer. Why is that for women takes longer? Yeah, I would actually think the opposite. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, women are natural multitaskers. Mm -hmm. And so we often get distracted from what we're doing. Every time your brain goes off to doing something else, it takes time to come back to the point of focus. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't think that men or women get distracted more and more easily per se. It just really depends on the person. But from my experience, Mm. it takes a while for women to fully relax, especially their pelvis. Mm. Yeah, especially their hips. And a lot of women that I see, they have had children 
Mm-hmm. So they've so gone through childbirth. So there's also a lot of trauma there as well. I've mm-hmm. had women who come to me with lots of scar tissues, mm-hmm. multiple miscarriages, mm-hmm. and pelvic floor issues. I'm not a pelvic floor specialist at all, mm-hmm. but they'll come to me thinking that, okay, I want to feel more pleasure because during penetration with my husband, I only feel pain. Mm-hmm. But actually what they then get is therapeutic therapy, a release, a cry, the emotions release, the energy that's stuck there that's actually releasing and also ending up feeling good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pleasurable. Okay, so how does yoni massage release some of this energy and how is it so healing to people who are, are in these sort of challenge or have experienced these challenging, maybe sometimes traumatic situations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with the clients that I see, it's really hard for people in general to know how to relax, to mm, know how to that's surrender. True. And the worst thing you can do is actually just say relax. Yeah. To someone who's yeah. like not relaxed at all. It's like how the dentist tells you that. Yeah, yeah. just relax. And, you're, <laughs> and they're like drilling away with yeah. you know, their tools. Or going to mouth. a gynecologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. Doing when a pap test. When they're sticking that speculum yeah. in your vagina. Yeah. Exactly. Just relax. No way. No, you don't ever relax. <laughs> ever. I've never had that experience. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no idea. What it's a very unrelaxing experience. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Have you had a prostate imagine. exam though with the doctor sticking their gloved mm-hmm. finger up Not your bum? Not with a doctor. Okay, but, but you know doctors yeah, do yeah, yeah. prostate yeah, yeah. exams. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, for sure. they'll probably also tell you to relax. Yeah, and probably. you tell me <laughs> how relaxed you feel, okay? <laughs> I, yeah, at this point, I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why it's a three-hour massage Mm. is because it takes time and there's no end goal. I also tell my clients that if you don't want to go to the yoni, if you don't want to have anything inside of the yoni, you can just let me know. I will only go inside if you're ready. Mm -hmm. And because there's no pressure for them to perform, Mm -hmm. even if their partner is there, there's no pressure for them to moan a certain way, to move a certain way, to feel a certain way. There's zero pressure and expectation on the outcome of this massage. And it's not to orgasm. Mm. So because of these elements of a yoni massage, it gives them the liberty to actually feel. And when you slow down and when you feel, that's when things come up. Mm -hmm. that's when memories and sensations start to come up again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess a lot of us, we just repress that kind of stuff, especially if it's traumatic or it's been a very difficult emotion. And that's how stuff gets stuck in our bodies, right? That's how trauma gets stuck in our bodies. And I guess like working with the body is very powerful, right? Which is what yoni massages. And I guess it makes sense in terms of there are certain situations and conditions, like as you're saying, like miscarriages, childbirth, that are very traumatic for a woman particularly. So you do need quite site-specific kind of healing to be able to like tune into some of the feelings and emotions around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are the benefits of giving a yoni massage? Because I think we talked about the benefits of receiving, Mm -hmm, right? And this mm -hmm. idea of slowing down, feeling the emotions, tuning in. So as a giver, right? And I guess for you as well as a practitioner, what are the benefits? Mm -hmm. 
As a giver, and it's so interesting when I ask males this, they're like, well, you know, I can control them when they come and, you know, all this stuff and make them feel really good. But actually, the benefits for a giver is that the female can fully surrender to her feminine essence in a way where she is so vulnerable, where she doesn't show this part of herself to anyone else. And it's a really special moment. And it really takes a lot for her to trust the practitioner or the partner who's giving this type of massage. Mm -hmm. And you're allowing that feminine essence to exude. So let's say if you're a man doing it, when she surrenders into her feminine essence, your masculine energy starts to come out. You don't even realize it coming out because mm. you have so much energy with just feeling her body. She's breathing. She's relaxing. And you're there just helping her fully become her authentic self. She might have been for the past year, two years, three years, or all her life, didn't even know what actually felt good for her. No one gave her the space or carved out this safe space for her to be that. Mm -hmm. So you are allowing her the safe space to be vulnerable, to be who she's meant to be without having to perform. And so who would a yoni massage be suitable for? So who would come to you for a yoni massage and what are the conditions particularly that you would treat? Mm. So in terms of conditions, I don't mm. treat any conditions, yeah. but who would be suitable to come to a yoni massage is anyone who has an open mind and who wants to explore a little bit more about themselves and who's really prepared to take their intimacy with themselves or with their partner and explore on another level and discover more. Because with this practice, and it is a practice, there's no ceiling to what you can feel and what you can experience. So if you're ready for that, then you're suitable. Okay. And what are your most memorable experiences of yoni massage? That could be either as a giver or a receiver. Mm, yeah. Okay. So as a receiver mm -hmm. with my partner, and this was the first time we've engaged in intimacy, he was like, I want to book a yoni massage with you, but do it on you. And okay. he learned yoni massage from a male practitioner, actually, whereas I learned from a female practitioner. And he's been to different play parties and different workshops and learned from different people. Mm -hmm. So he was giving me this yoni massage and it was very slow and it was just really, really good. And there were a few things that I wanted him to do differently as well because I've learned from the female practitioner's point of view. And it was great and I was fully surrendered. And then he paused and he was just hovering over me and he was just breathing with me. And because I was so relaxed, I felt so safe. I felt this rush of energy. It was an energetic orgasm that mm -hmm. went from my womb right. all the way up to my heart. Like my heart was literally bursting open and then <sighs> up to my brain. And I was then laughing for maybe 10 seconds. And then I was bawling my eyes out for a good 30 seconds. I was like, ha ha ha. ha. And I was like, <laughs> and at that point, he wasn't even touching me. He wasn't touching me at all. Okay. And it just rushed. And I felt it was like an explosion through my body and then like fireworks out my fingers and my toes. Wow. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That does sound yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's what happens when you feel safe, mm. seen and heard and there's no pressure. 
mm-hmm. to perform. He just solely wanted to do a yoni massage, no sex. Okay. Yeah, no penetrative sex. And so that really helps too. Yeah. And would you recommend that for people who are trying yoni massage, let's say at home with their partners, would you actually recommend that they don't follow it up with sex? Because I think often people can think, oh, yoni massage, that's like a form of foreplay, right? It's just to warm up the area, then we can move into the penetration. Mm-hmm. But from what you're saying, it seems like the point of yoni massage is actually not to follow the set script mm-hmm. of here's the destination. So would you recommend that maybe if somebody wanted to try yoni massage, they do it without, they almost like take the penetration off the table? Yeah, I'd say just make it clear that it's not, this doesn't necessarily need to penetration, lead to penetration at all. Mm. Just make it clear. But if you feel like afterwards you're so open that you Mm. really want to receive Mm. penetrative sex, maybe not even just the traditional type of penetrative sex, maybe it's just even a soft lingam, just being inside and just being still, Mm. that can also be very therapeutic as well and very beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Communication first, because communication equals lubrication. That's great. (laughs) I love it. I was going to say, yeah, a lot of people just do not talk or do not communicate what they want in many aspects of life, much less in the sexual needs that they have. And a lot of people, I'll ask partners, like, what do you like? What gets you off? What do you want done? And they're like, I don't know. Yes. And this is a super important point. I'm glad you brought that up, Will, because exactly when guys ask, what do you like? And usually the women like, you know, whatever you're doing. Everything. Just keep doing what you're doing because it's so great. Right. (laughs) Right. So I think what this stems from is this lack of exploration with the self. And so doing self yoni massage, which is obviously going to be different, Mm. but exploring yourself with a mirror and taking the time without a toy. Mm -hmm. I know toys are great, but take that time to slow down and just use your hands. Mm. Maybe with a wand if you want to get to the cervix, but just use your hands and massage. And I've discovered that I can ejaculate Mm. like seven times in a row with just using my fingers slowly, not even the aggressive type that you see in pornography. Yeah, And that was incredible. I didn't need any sort of vibration at all. And the only reason why I stopped was because I was so tired and I had work the next morning. And maybe you had to drink some water. Yes, I was dehydrated. (laughs) I was parched. Yeah, I have no idea. It just keeps on coming. It doesn't matter how much water you drink or don't drink. No pun intended. (laughs) Mm. So we talked about yoni self-massage a little bit, right? And how that can be quite powerful, quite different actually from doing it with a partner. So let's say I wanted to give myself a yoni massage, a self-massage. How would I go about doing that? So first you want to set the stage as in the environment around you. You want to make sure that this is a ritual, whether you're doing it with yourself or with a partner. So clean up your bedroom or wherever you're going to do your yoni massage. You want to be comfortable, light some candles, incense, music. So anything where you can tap into your senses, where you can be present and avoid getting distracted. Because yes, you're going to get distracted throughout. But remember, being present is the most important, being mindful. So Mm -hmm. whether it's aromatherapy, essential oils, Mm -hmm. whether it's sound like amazing Reiki style music or Tantra music, Mm -hmm. I would use a mirror 
So I would prop myself up with a few pillows and use a mirror because I like actually like to see my yoni and where I'm touching. And you're going to use a lot of lube or coconut oil. So my top choice is coconut oil. And you're going to first massage actually your breasts. You're going to do a breast massage first or wherever okay. else you want. Okay. Again, you don't want to go directly to the yoni. Mm. And the reason why breasts is because a lot of women, because I do feminine embodiment as well, mm. a lot of women, there's a lot of shame about their bodies, mm-hmm. especially about their breasts. Mm-hmm. Breast augmentation, breast reduction, wanting to get bigger breasts mm-hmm. or after breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so actually just taking the time and appreciating your body and really feeling every part of you first. And also your sternum and your breastbone area, there's these ribs that come across your breasts and in between you have these intercostal muscles and they are so tight sometimes because we round our spine, we hunch. When we're not feeling good, when we're depressed, when we're Mm -hmm. anxious, you can see it in someone's posture. Right. Mm. So you actually want to physically open up this heart space Mm. and then energetically open up this heart space by massaging this whole area first. So then when you massage and open up the intercostals, you can breathe better. And when you can breathe better, then you can start to breathe into the womb, into the yoni. Okay. And when you then start to breathe, exhale out of the mouth or with a nice sound like And when you relax your jaw, your pelvis will start to relax. And then that energy can send down towards the yoni. Then you slowly work your way down. Mm. And it's important to not rush through it. You want to take your time. Try not to set a timer. Don't book anything after this. And just go slow and eventually just discover slowly, how does my clitoris feel? Where's my U spot? Okay, let me then maybe feel my G spot and my A spot. Let me massage the perineum. So much. I can go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you just mentioned a whole bunch of different spots that I don't think we should assume that everybody listening to this podcast knows about. I know the G spot. There's a U and an A. What else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you should just like just do a quick roundup of certain areas that people can explore with the yoni massage whether it's by themselves or even with partner yeah yeah so the clitoris and for those of you who don't know the clitoris actually looks like a wishbone so you have the area around the vulva which is the outside then extends down and so just take your time to actually massage the vulva first and then the clitoris and so when i'm talking about the vulva I mean, the outer areas here and then also the inner lips. So the inner lips are here. And when you then you can start work towards, okay, maybe the tip of the clitoris. For some women, the tip of the clitoris is super sensitive. So maybe they want to work on the U spot, which is just underneath. And that's the urethra, the urethral opening. And it's very soft tissue. You don't have to go hard. You can just go slow. And then, oh yeah, the perineum, which I mentioned before, which is the below the vaginal opening and above the rectum, the anus. And you might want to have a few fingers there and massage up there, okay? And when you start to go inside, you can then start to feel your G-spot, which is like the roof of your mouth, it feels ribbed. So going in and going into the G-spot, probably about, 
a finger, knuckle, and a half in. And when you go even deeper inside, that's the A spot. And you'll know the difference because it becomes really squishy. And when you press up, because it's hitting your bladder, some women might feel very uncomfortable if they have fluid in their bladder. So you probably want to eliminate first. So all these different areas... And then getting to the cervix, if you tilt your pelvis up, you can get to the cervix easier or you might want to use a wand and just slow and intentional, not just rushing through it, getting to the orgasm, but what is your intention to actually explore all these different areas in and around your yoni? That's so interesting because I think we often just think about the yoni as the vagina, literally the vagina, and that's all we're focused on. I think maybe only recently people have been like, oh, clitoris, (laughs) with knowing that the clitoris is really like the center of and the most direct way sometimes for women to have pleasure. But yeah, there are so many different areas to explore from your description. What are some of the tools that you would need? So I think you mentioned possibly lube or coconut oil that you recommend and then a wand. Do you want to say a little bit more about some of the tools that Mm. you would use? Mm -hmm. You really don't need much besides the lube or coconut oil and your fingers. Okay. If you want to access your cervix or deeper areas and you find that you have tiny fingers Mm. like me sometimes and the angle is a bit difficult to get inside, then yes, you can use a wand. You can use a glass wand. Mm. You can use a dildo if you want to. Mm -hmm. So something that doesn't need to vibrate and you can control very easily of the different angles Mm -hmm. within the vaginal canal. Okay. Why are you recommending something that wouldn't vibrate? What if I like ones that do vibrate? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the idea here is that you're using your own body and also a human body. Maybe if someone's doing it for you, Mm. it's their hand or their lingam just brushing on the outside to feel the sensations. So when you're using a vibrator, a human can never replicate a robot. So you want to focus on the sensations just by that can be performed by a human body. Because once you use a vibrator, you start to look for that sensation. And also it speeds up the process to get to the orgasm, which is not the goal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the thing that came to my mind is what you just took us through in all the spots and specific areas to touch and getting there, not just going straight there, but starting with the body, starting at the breasts, going down, breathing, all of that. Because I think a lot of us have had massages, so we understand what do we need to do during a massage. But most people probably have not had a yoni massage, and like myself, I don't have one. So if I'm with my partner, what would I actually do with my hands? Mm -hmm. Because I believe it's more than just touching certain spots, right? Mm -hmm. There's certain techniques, maybe certain pressures or Mm -hmm. something like that. It's Mm -hmm. like you would massage back in a certain way. How do you massage uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Great question. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we should actually leave this question for Patreon because this would actually make a really great bonus. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so listeners, if you want to continue the conversation with us, come be my patron at patreon.com forward slash better in bed to find out more about what you can do in a partnered situation to give somebody a yoni massage, which is, I think, what you're asking. (laughs) And not just that, you'll also get a bunch of other juicy bonuses from previous podcast episodes. And it's a great way to support me in growing this show. 
So how do you end a yoni massage session if orgasm isn't the main goal and main destination? What's that sort of end point? Yeah, very good question. So I only have three hours usually. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, it's when the time runs out. <laughs> no, well, not necessarily, but by that time, the receiver also gets quite tired mm. as well because your yoni, you would want your yoni to rest a little bit as well. When I exit, first of all, you have to exit very slowly, mm -hmm. very slowly, just like doing a prostate massage. You want to exit mm -hmm. super slow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because when you exit, you don't want to go back in again and then come back out again, go back in again. So mm -hmm. if I'm exiting mm. because she's feeling sore, mm. then we stop it there. I exit super slow and then I get either myself or the partner to cup the yoni just on the outside and just give it some warmth with our palms. And just really thank and appreciate all that the yoni provided and surrendered for us in the session. I just get the receiver to integrate. And if it's a couple, I usually leave the room so they have time for aftercare, for cuddles, for kisses. It's super important. It's not like get out of bed and shower, put on your robe and shower and towel off. It's not that. It's, I usually give them a bit of time to integrate. It's a very intimate experience. Especially if you're saying that there's a lot of emotion released. So it's really important to just sort of integrate everything. I remember in my yoni massage, that was actually the part that in a way I enjoyed the most, even though the massage was over. But I remember he gave me a few cues to just keep tuning into my sensations, even when I was lying there. And I realized that when I have sort of self-love masturbation session, I have the orgasm and then I'm done. And then I go and clean up or do something else, right? But I actually never like lay there for half an hour or an hour, just feeling the sensations in my body. And that was really like the first time I actually done that. I really enjoyed that a lot because it just, everything felt so tingly and warm and just savoring those sensations, it was really like a discovery for me. So what have you both felt like in like the hour after, the day after, the week after? Is there something like that that people would expect? Mm, you want to go for it? For me, it was just a reminder to be more mindful in my self-love sessions because I think I am very guilty of being very efficient with my self-love. I love toys and I'm a big ambassador and advocate for toys. And I think you're right, Viv, to say that toys definitely have their place, but not all the time. Sometimes it's nice to also explore other sensations. And so having the yoni massage really reminded me that that's important too, because sometimes I think I can just go for the easiest option, the quickest option, right? Like, I never find like I have enough time. So I'm like, okay, let's get this done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminded me to slow down. Mm. Yeah. For me, it helps me get more connected to myself, like my inner wisdom and helped me connect more with my partners for sure. Help me open up a little bit more and just felt more love because it was so selfless of my partner to massage me and not ask for anything. And also, I want to add that we think that we have to give back after the massage. We're like, oh, then I have to 
either give a lingam massage or give them a blowjob or, you know, penetrative sex, but erase that. Don't think that you have to give back. It's not necessarily an equal energy exchange. And because of that, I feel way more love in the relationship. It's yeah. powerful to just receive mm-hmm. something, an experience, pleasure, or just an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, men find it very difficult to receive, just receive, I think. And sometimes I think it's quite powerful, actually, even just for men to really just be on the receiving end of a, like a sensual experience like that, too. But it's time for our favorite section, our quickie but goodie section. <laughs> So I thought that today we would do a quickie speed round section where we do it around the themes of yonis and lingams because that's what we've been talking about. So this section for people who are listening for the first time, is just a very spontaneous and lighthearted section. Did we ever define lingam? Yeah, so, we we did. so I said the same way. I said okay. the female part and then I said the same thing. With the... I, I, so I, I guess, oh, damn it, there goes my points. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not listening. Yeah, no certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to define what lingam is just one more time? Yeah. yeah. For our friend Will. And for everyone else out there that's <laughs> yeah. a little slow today. Yeah. <laughs> lingam is the male essence, the divine male symbol of masculine essence and of the genitals, including the penis and the testicles, the scrotum and the perineum. Mm. Yeah. And also the prostate. And also would, the prostate. Would you include that with the lingam? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. The reproductive system. Awesome. So now we're ready for this quickie by goodie section. Yes? Yes. Now that you've got a refresher, <laughs> a lingam refresher. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. This is how it works. I read a little question and everyone has just whatever, two seconds, just answer off the top of your head and just be spontaneous with it. Okay. So one thing you're grateful for when it comes to your yoni or lingam in your specific, your personal thing that you're grateful for. For me, it's just that I'm very open with just sex in general and everything in that area of my body, I guess. You have a very open-minded lingam, Yeah, you're saying? Yeah, That's what yeah. you're grateful for? Yeah, 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 I think so. Uh, you said sp- I'm being spontaneous. <laughs> Gosh, don't, don't judge me. Okay, okay. Um, what about you? I'm grateful for the sensations and the multiple... Mm. orgasms that mm. I can experience mm. my yoni. Mm. How can men have multiple orgasms? Mm. Well, you have to wait until the podcast. Yeah, we'll have to save that and shelve okay. that for the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I'm uh, very grateful for, same thing, for pleasure. But the fact that I am... I'm quite like easy to pleasure. I think my yoni is quite easygoing. It's an easygoing yoni. <laughs> it's an easygoing. This has got to do with the next question I'm going to ask, by the way. So I think she feels pleasure very easily. Second question. If you had to define a personality type, okay, for your yoni or your lingam, what would that personality be? What are you? I have no idea. <laughs> personality traits. Think personality traits. If your lingam was had a personality. Well, I mean, I would say giving. Giving. Very giving. 
very that's, nice. uh, that's really all I can think because I, I mean I do like to give I like to give pleasure and mm. see that that's what kind of gets me going actually mm-hmm. seeing people enjoying themselves okay yeah so you're very generous yeah I, I'm just gonna leave it there yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay okay how about you yeah my yoni would be charismatic and nurturing as well oh yeah that's that's yeah. a beautiful one mm. Yeah. I think my Yoni would be, I think she'd be a party girl. She'd be, <laughs> she would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that she'd makes sense. be friendly yeah. and approachable and just generally enthusiastic about life. <laughs> yeah. When you said charismatic, the first thing I thought of it what was like, oh, like bedazzled. Perfect. Okay. So if your Yoni or Lingam had a theme song, <laughs> yeah. what would it be? You go first this time. <laughs> um Friends. I'll be there for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great one. Uh okay, mine would be it's raining men. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Nice. It's raining men. Why raining? I don't know. That's well, so weird. It's so raining, weird. you know. It's a pretty juicy kind yes, of yoni. Yeah, exactly. No pun intended. Exactly. Oh, what would you always be? Okay, this makes no sense. But the first thing that came into my head when you said that was the theme from Cops. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> but it's like, it makes no sense whatsoever, but that's what came into my head. So, you know, I'm just being, again, I'm being spontaneous. Okay. Okay. How about this one? Not a spontaneous answer. If your Yoni Olingam was a spirit animal, it had a spirit animal, what animal would it be? I don't know. I I just always go to cats. I love cats. You love cats? I do. It would be a pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. Because it's very good. It would be a pussy cat. (laughs) One be stroked. Yes. yes, yes. Oh, yeah. There, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank yes. Thank yes. All right. Mm. I saved you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so good at this game. Yeah. I think mine would be mine would be a cat too, but it would be a um, a, d- a different kind of cat. That was a predatory cat. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I think mm. they made movies about that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe teeth? a meerkat. Oh, oh, yes. Because cute. cute. <laughs> They're not actually cats, to be fair. That's nah, fine. It's fine. <laughs> but they are a cat. They're mere cats. Yeah. But kind of cute and same with the party girl. Just kind of always up for action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine would be a butterfly. Not to be, oh. you know, basic. But <laughs> no, nice. but butterfly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why a butterfly? Just, just Very expansive. Mm. Yeah, when I'm warm, definitely expansive. When I'm ready to mm-hmm. blossom from okay. the cocoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, who looks like they could use a good yoni massage in their life? These are two people who are alive. Kim Kardashian or Adele? Hmm. I'm going to go with Adele on this one because I think her songs are so melancholy that maybe she needs just more pleasure mm. in her life. Sure. I guess I'll agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. See, I thought you were going to like ask like people that we know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? People that we yeah, know? And oh, then, yeah. Then, and then okay, thought, like, so these, who needs oh. a good Yoni or Linga massage on this table? 
Well, I definitely. Well, do. everyone, <laughs> everyone does. Everyone does. Technically, who that, needs it more? Right yeah, who uh, needs, who it, needs more? it more? I think probably you will. You think so? <laughs> Stop the tape. But but I think I should definitely, you know, you know, get my partner one. I think she would enjoy it for sure. She would. She would. Absolutely. I know that for a fact. Okay. Thanks so much, Viv and Will, for joining me today. This was a really great discussion, and I learned a lot. Uh, Yeah, me too. Me too. Definitely. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, Viv. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your work? Yeah, I have an Instagram, which is Mindful Intimacy. Mm-hmm. And also my website, which is mindfulintimacy.co. .co, okay. Yes, right. C-O. Bear that in mind. Yeah. And I love your content on Instagram as well. So people go and follow Viv there. Listeners, I would love to hear from you now. Did this episode interest you in trying a yoni massage? Find me at Hello Sarah Sense on Instagram or drop me a line at sarahsense.com. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to support my work to build a more sex-positive world and normalize the conversations we have around sex, I would appreciate it if you subscribed, shared this podcast, or wrote me a review as those things really help me out. And I'm going to close this episode by saying I hope you slow down and spend some time today after listening to this episode exploring and showing some love to that special yoni in your life because it's a great way to get better in bed. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. 